0: Hello there, and welcome into another episode of Mile High Hot Takes. I'm your host, Baylor, joined today by my co-host, Connor. And today we're going through the entire Broncos schedule, week 1 through 18. I uh, am just now realizing I forgot to put our buy in there, so you'll have to help me out there, Connor. But man, I'm excited for this year. Connor, what about you? Oh, this is where the fun begins. Liar! Uh, The
1: Broncos finally have a quarterback. Not a boring head coach. I'm, I don't know. First time I've been like optimistic, optimistic in three years? Four years? Like genuinely optimistic. Not like the false positivity. You know like what I mean?
0: Maybe we could do something this year. This is a, oh man, we're going to do something this year. Oh yeah. This is the, I expect us to do
1: something. And we'll be disappointed if we don't. As opposed to the, well, you
0: know, it might be nice. But I'm excited. Yeah. Well... Let's hop into it because I'm very excited to talk about this and kind of get your thoughts on uh, how you think we're going to go throughout this season week by week. We're starting out with what I think is a pretty easy game, really easy for Russell Wilson in my mind. He is headed back to Seattle and he is going to show everybody why uh, he needed, like what he could do with an actual team around him and why he wanted to leave Seattle. Seattle and
1: Russ were headed opposite directions for a while. Seattle was trying to rebuild. Russ wanted no part of it. I think you fully see that. Seattle's in a big teardown, I believe. So Broncos go in week one. Start with a dominant win. 1-0.
0: Off the rip. I agree. 1-0 start. It's always the best way to start your season. It's going to be nice for Hackett to get his first win as an NFL coach in his first game. And honestly, they're going to start 2-0 and because they're hosting the Houston Texans in Week 2. And boy, is that going to be a... Uh, a stomp, in my opinion. That's going to be an absolute stomp. Russ's first game in Denver. It's going to be a sellout crowd. It's going to be rowdy. The fans are feeling it this year. We actually have the quarterback. We have the team to actually make some noise. And they're. this is their first chance to show out. And I, I think this is going to be a really energizing game that's going to set the tone for the season.
1: Mile high is always a big-time atmosphere, big-time home field advantage. Even when we were terrible, that crowd shows up. This is going to be goosebumps in my mind when Russ gets announced in the starting lineup. And I agree. Another dominant win. Two to start the year, starting 2-0. and And I even think that continues into week three against the 49ers on Sunday Night Football. So, if you look at that, weeks one and three... We have two primetime games. I don't even think we had two primetime games all last season. So I think 3-0 to start this season is my expectations. I think the Niners with Trey Lance might get off to a little bit of a bumpy start. So I would like to see the Broncos at home take care of business. Get out to a 3-0 start on the year.
0: I definitely think that the Niners are going to be vulnerable earlier in the year. Especially with another home game, Broncos are going to be sitting there hopefully 2-0 at that point. I think they're going to be riding high. I definitely think they're going to be in that working out Trey Lance phase. I think around week three is when he's going to start making those strides. But, you know, I think we're still going to be able to take advantage of that. It's a really tough defense for a young quarterback to play against in a hostile environment. It's probably going to be hot still. So, yeah, I...
1: I think Trey Lance will hit the Niners will hit their best as Trey Lance hits his best. And I don't think we're going to see that until at least midway of the season. So Broncos, you might consider it catching a break, but even, even still, I think this would be a good matchup regardless of when the two teams met.
0: All right. So week four, the Broncos are headed to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders for their first divisional game of the year this is where i have them getting their first loss of the year as well however i could see them winning this game i do think there's going to be a season split with the raiders so i'm going to give them their home game but i could very well see the broncos taking that first one and maybe dropping the later one in the year um but yeah that that, that for me i have chalked up as an l but you know could be four and oh could be three and one at this point who knows Last season we started 3 and 0 as well and couldn't like our
1: first real test came in that fourth game. I think on the road in Vegas is going to be a legitimate test. I think Vegas is going to be a fantastic team this year and similar to you I believe in a split against the Raiders. I actually think the Broncos are probably going to go about 500 in division. And I think this early one will be where we drop a game to the Raiders in Vegas.
0: Yeah, I think that's, I think that's the more likely game for them to lose, uh, just based on where it is in the season. So, um, you know, I have them at that point, first four games, sitting at 3-1. and one. This next game's a tough test. Yeah, this next I one, I was going to say, I also have a little mark by as a game that I could see going differently from what I have written down. I have the Broncos winning this game at home against the Colts. I do think the Broncos are a better team than the Colts. However, they do have the potential to be scary and I still want to see a little bit from Matt Ryan. And obviously we're doing this all before the season has started, so I have no idea. So come us talking about this game, you know, before week 4 actually happens, I might feel differently, but at the moment I do think the Broncos are a better team. But I could absolutely see us losing this game, especially if we win against the Raiders in Las Vegas starting 4-0. I could see the come down being against the Colts.
1: Yeah, this is a short week in Denver, and that's why I give the Broncos the edge. Have it, had it been in Indianapolis, I might feel a little different. But the biggest defense defensive weakness for the Broncos has been stopping the run, and that is By far what the Colts do best and arguably one of the best rushing attacks in the NFL last season. So it was really kind of a toss up for me, but I think Broncos at home take care of business. Making them four and one for the both of us. Yeah, that's four and one for the both of us.
0: Headed to Los Angeles for the Chargers. Similar thought process with the Raiders. Um, I could see them winning this game, although I think with the Chargers actually having a nice stadium and, you know, with uh, a really good, talented, fun to watch team in a very highly populated area, I think they're actually going to have some fans like showing up in a lot greater quantities than they've had in the past years. And,. You know, I, I do see the Chargers finally getting that home field advantage that they haven't had since they left uh, San Diego. So I have this written up as a loss for the Broncos, putting them at four and two. I also have the Broncos losing this
1: game. Just a little side note: another primetime game, which, to my count, is four by the midway point of the season. People want to watch us, apparently. Works for me. Um, Regardless, I think at this point in the season, the Chargers are going to be rolling red hot. Just moving the ball, making big plays, winning a bunch of games. And I still think we might see a little bit of clunkiness out of the Broncos, given a lot of the changes. Um, Regardless, in my mind, this would be a close game no matter where it would be played. I'm going to give it to the Chargers.
0: I think that's a really brutal stretch after a really, after an easy stretch, like a, here, get your feet wet with your new team. Okay, now here's the Raiders, Colts, and Chargers. Good, good luck. Bang, bang, bang. So,
1: yeah, that first three weeks are going to be like a little feel good, right? These next three weeks are going to, you're going to see kind of where you stack up and you're really going to start to tell
0: what you do well and then it's going to be about getting those lumps out and honestly i would really like to see the broncos pull out that win early in the season against the raiders because if not that first kind of test that you're getting it looks like we both have them going one and two in that three game stretch where they're really, you know, top tier opponents, exactly, and yeah. that's not. And I have a feeling that if that's if that's how it goes, if we come out of that, yeah, we'll still be four and two, uh, but that's gonna definitely be an zero and two divisional record, and that's gonna set a lot of Broncos country on edge for sure, because. You know, that's, like you said, last year we had that 3-0 start with three easy opponents. And, uh, you know, I, I think people are still a little timid in this town after six years of rough football. And I think we're also downplaying the 49ers
1: in this. We both are assuming they get off to a slow start. Yeah. What happens if they come out firing on all cylinders? Absolutely, that, that could is be brutal. Four brutal games in a in a row. And to go 2-2 two and two might be okay, but... Given the division and the conference, you're going to want to be minimum four and two
0: by week six. I definitely definitely think looking back at a week three win against the 49ers, it's going to feel a lot bigger when we see how the 49ers finish the season. We're going to look back and be like, wow, that was a really big win. That was a good team they played. I agree. And after that stretch, though, you get the Jets at home. I don't really care where you play the Jets. I know. There should be no excuse um, to lose this game. That should be an easy game. You don't have to travel out east. There's no no, nothing that can go wrong here. It's at home against a team that you should just wipe the floor with. There should be zero excuses
1: headed into this game. Broncos win. And then we head to London to take on the Jaguars. So I think the Jags are going to be improved. Also, these London games, you truly never know what's going to happen. Jet lag, weird little circumstances around the game kind of atmosphere. You never know if that's going to get to your team. But I would be very disappointed if the Broncos don't leave London with a win. And I I think they'll do it.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to leave London with a win. And I think they're going to take that into their Week 9 bye. Uh, If they can get to the Week 9 bye sitting at 6-2, and I think... A lot of everyone's fears about this team are going to be settled, including a lot of uncertainty, uncertainties within the team itself. I think if the team can go into the bye week and look back at the teams that they played and be like, "Okay, we're sitting here at six and two. We're in a good spot to make a run for this back half of the season. I think brutal back half. It is. It is an absolutely brutal back half. But if you can set yourself, you need to set yourself up in as good of a position as you can get as many of these pre by week wins as you can. And it's going to give them that confidence. It's going to give Hackett. They're like, okay, we're, we can do this. Let's go. Let's go. So I think, uh, I think that's going to be huge. Um, I have this game marked. I have it written down. I went back and forth a lot on this one at the Titans. Now, originally I had this written down, uh, as an L because I didn't realize it was right after our bye week. I'm going to be really upset if we drop this game right after our bye week. I'm going to keep it as an L. But like Connor said about the Colts, the Colts, that's the one. The the big struggle that the Broncos have Still, until proven otherwise, is that run defense. So I might feel a lot better about this game after watching them play the Colts and play a few other teams. Um, I mean, the Chargers have some good backs as well. So I might be feeling better about this game later in the season. But right now, with that big question mark and on the road, that is an 11 o'clock game as well. So I I'm going to give that one to the Titans, but I could absolutely see the Broncos winning that one after their bye week.
1: So I'm also giving this to the Titans. I uh, actually shocked you gave us a loss on this one. Like you said, though, until proven otherwise, we struggle against the run. And a healthy Derrick Henry will cause us problems. So unless our offense is firing on all cylinders that day, this is going to be a grind tough tough matchup in tennessee off of a bye week generally you think off of a bye a little better you got more time to game plan i don't know we're not i'm not certain how a rookie head coach will be able to handle a bye week if it is actually an advantage at that point but this is one i would like to see the broncos take but going into it i i expect the loss in tennessee
0: yeah I mean I mean it's just tough this this far away from there there's a lot of football to be played leading up there and I, like I said I, I would love to be able to have a different opinion when we're talking about this as like a pre-week episode but at the moment I'm gonna have to hand them um, I'm gonna have to give them a loss on that one but I do have them hosting the Raiders the week after that and taking the win to put them at seven and three uh, after week 10 or yeah week 11 sorry because there's the buy in there but yeah Raiders at home I think that's a win for them
1: I think the Raiders at home is also a win again in division I this can go either way all the division games in my mind are a flip of the coin Raiders always play us well at home don't know what it is but I feel like especially over the last few years The Broncos have been on the unfortunate end of the Raiders in Denver. Absolutely. So I want to change that around, and I think we'll get the win this year. But these division games are going to be a nightmare during the season. And I'd I'd really like us to take care of
0: business that every Everyone is going to be extremely important with how tight this division is shaping up to be. Yes. Yes. So definitely going to need to take care of business against divisional teams at home. Well, then we go on the road to take on the
1: Panthers. In my mind, it's a win, but I see this as a potential letdown game. I believe we, can, we should win and will win, but coming off what might be a massive win against the Raiders and then looking forward to the next six weeks of playoff opponents, this might be one where you can catch the Broncos slip in. I would hate to see it and i think i think we will get the win but just little hesitant on my part
0: i think i'm more confident in them getting a win this season because of what they're looking at you can't take a loss to the panthers with what you have left on your schedule and they need to know that they need to know that at that game you need to be 7 and 4 or 8 and 3 you that you cannot be sitting there hovering around 500 with the schedule you have coming up, and I think that's going to give—I I really think that's—it gives me more confidence in this game because I think they're going to be like, "We have to get this game because we have an absolute gauntlet coming up." Absolute gauntlet.
1: This is a must-win, and I'll, I'll give it to them.
0: And and it—the gauntlet starts with a road trip, which would be the second straight road game. In Baltimore against the Ravens. I have this as a loss. I also
1: think this is a loss. I think the Ravens are going to be good this year. I think Lamar Jackson is going to be good. This is just a tough game. Uh, Ravens, never, never fun to play. I think we'll be able to keep it close. Maybe snag something, but loss for me.
0: Yeah, that's a really tough one. That's a tough game. Uh, followed up with another really tough game. This one I have marked as it could go either way as it is a divisional game, but it is the home game against the Chiefs. I, I do initially have this down as a win. Now the problem with that is we haven't beaten the Chiefs in like six years. Since Peyton left. And that's not an exaggeration. There has not been a single win against this team. Since Peyton left. So I'm very, very hesitant until we beat the Chiefs to say that we're going to beat the Chiefs, but they need to beat the Chiefs at home. If they want any shot at playoffs, they need to take care of divisional opponents at home, and this is no different, and I think they're going to be able to. I do think that this is the year. I do think this is the game, specifically at home, not late in the year at Arrowhead in Kansas City. They're at home. They can do it. This is when they do it.
1: I think you see the Broncos drop a game right here. Tough loss. gonna be really close game, but there's there's just something about it. I, I'm not sure if it's a big moment for us and I haven't seen us win a big moment game in forever. Or if it's the fact that Patty Mahomes almost never has a bad game in a big moment. But something feels a little fishy to me about that game. So I'm going to give the Broncos a loss at home to the Chiefs. But I believe the next week they will rebound with a win in Arizona against the Cardinals.
0: I also have them beating the Cardinals in Arizona. That for me has puts them at 10-4. and four. Yes. for you, and I believe 9-5 for me. All right, so they take that win at home against the Cardinals, and then they go on a really brutal road trip. First to L.A., but not to play the Chargers, to play the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions. I do have this as a loss, and the Broncos falling at this point.
1: I think this is a game the Broncos could win. Uh, Russ is very familiar with the Rams. I think it will by no means be an easy game on Christmas Day. But I don't know. I just kind of like the matchup for whatever reason. I think our corners match up well with their receivers. I think offensively. Aaron Donald's going to be a problem regardless, but I'm not worried about the Bronco run game or our ability to have Russ get rid of the ball quickly or play action thrown on the run, get the ball out quick. I think we'll be able to cause some problems for the Rams defense and I'll give us the
0: win in LA. The win in LA. That's huge. I really don't think that's going to happen. uh, Personally, I think that's going to be a really tough time of year for them, especially um, uh, just how tired they're probably going to be after these brutal stretches of games against, like you said, playoff opponents. Um, But, you know, I see what you're saying, absolutely, and I could see them stealing one there, absolutely. I do have them losing on the road, I think, the next week to the Chiefs. I think this is an absolute loss, I think, late in the year you talking about those big moment games. I think this one's going to be a lot bigger. And I think this is going to be the one that the Chiefs are definitely going to win as well. Um, so, I have the Broncos losing two straight here. I also
1: think we drop this game to the Chiefs. Tough game. Tough opponent. Tough place to play. I just think it all kind of doesn't go the Broncos' way in this one resulting in the L and then to close out this season at home against the Chargers in my mind this is for a spot in the playoffs for the Broncos you have to win this game in order to have a chance and I think we'll be able to I think this is a win for the Broncos at home to finish the season
0: I also think that this is a win for the Broncos at home to finish a season. I think this is definitely a must win for them. I think the Chargers are going to be sitting in a playoff spot at this relatively comfortably, whether, whether they lose this game or not. And I think the Broncos are going to need to win this game to get in. So with that being said, I think the Broncos will take care of business here. Although, like you said, if like, The Chargers are going to be an absolute fireworks show this year. So if the Chargers are not in a playoff spot at this point, this game could be an absolute bloodbath. But I'm also hoping if the Chargers aren't in a playoff spot, it's because the Broncos are and that they're going to be trying to fend them off. I'm
1: also hoping if the Chargers aren't in a playoff spot, it's because they're being the Chargers about it, which in my mind would bode well for the Broncos in that final game.
0: All right, Connor, what's your final record for the Broncos here?
1: That puts us at an 11-win team and what I believe
0: a spot in the playoffs via the wild card. I also think that we're going to be an 11-6 and six wild card team. Um, I have a couple stars next to a few games that I think could go up and down. I could absolutely see the Broncos being a 9-win team again. or well, not again, but, you know, Right above that 500 mark, which I know a lot of people would be upset about, we wouldn't make the playoffs, but, you know, you drop both of those Chiefs games, you drop both of those Charger games, two very possible things right there, you're all of a sudden a 9-win team, even if you take care of business against the Chargers one of those two weeks that you play them, you still gotta deal with the Raiders twice. But at the same time, I also think we could definitely win that Titans game, which would put us as a 12-5 and and twelve and five team, which honestly, depending on how KC goes through the year, might put us in some sort of ballpark to look towards a division title. But that's optimistic. I think the Chiefs win more 13-14 games, something like that this year. So
1: I think the Chargers Chiefs are going to be fighting out atop the division. Um, Broncos definitely have the potential to be in the mix coming down that stretch. We'll see regardless, this is a lot better than I thought we'd do la- than I thought we would do last year.
0: And... absolutely and I, I'm pretty comfortable with that with that 11 and six number. Um, I, I think there are a couple games in there that we could drop and I think there's a couple games in there that I think we're gonna drop that I think we could win. So I think 11 and six to 10 and 10 and seven is a really good place for this team. But
1: more excitingly, I think we're going to be in it towards the end, and I think we are going to be – maybe we'll have an off-week and get blown out, but more consistently in games with opportunities to win down the stretch I think in fourth
0: quarters. I think we'll also be playing meaningful football late in the year with control of our own destiny. And that has not happened in years. The quote unquote meaningful football is if we win this game and the Steelers and the Ravens and the Bengals and this team lose, then next week if we win as well and these other teams win, then we'll be in. I'm like, no, that's so we're out is what you're telling me. (laughs) But I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I think it's going to absolutely come down to week seven, uh, week 18 to decide who gets those wildcard spots, even for the Broncos. Yeah, it's an, it's an exciting, more optimistic look at the season. And fortunately, I think if the last two game or two of the season don't matter, I think it's more likely that it's going to be because we're locked up in a playoff spot rather than sitting on the outside looking in. Much more
1: hope. Much Much more much hope. More hope.
0: All right. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. We're hyped about the Broncos this year. We hope you are too. And we hope to catch you on future episodes. Have a great one. Hello, Mile High Hot Takes fans. This is your producer, Alex. And I wanted to tell you about another show that I produce called Deep Dive. It's a music plus talk show that guides you through some of the greatest albums of all time, and it's exclusively on Spotify.
1: You'll be able to listen to an iconic album along with the story of the album in between the
0: songs. Search for Deep Dive Albums or click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mile High Hot Takes. For more content, check us out on Twitter at 5280HotTakes. Got feedback for us? Send an email to 5280HotTakes at gmail.com. Mile High Hot Takes is produced by Lager Productions.